This podcast is a proud member of the Paranormality Podcast Network. Hello. Uh, was that kind of low the way I said it? Was it was low the way I said it too. Oh yeah, I was like completely out of tune. Anyways, this is uh, you know welcome to I have I a have strange a strange story, story podcast. podcast. Uh, this is a podcast where two sisters retell people's uh, strange and paranormal stories and experiences. I'm Lindsay, and I'm Rebecca, and this is the show with those two sisters. I don't know, dude. Still don't know what we're doing after. <laughs> 111 episodes how to open <laughs> still good awkward still say like uh this is uh, yeah. uh. i don't know what we do sometimes <laughs> we we retell stories that's yeah. what we do like <laughs> oh man um anywho here we are you're right episode 111 we're in agreement that that's what we're on i wrote 110 um, and i crossed out the zero when i put it on <laughs> <laughs> so it could have gone the other way. <laughs> Did you have to look it up? Uh-huh. Oh, I just looked funny. through my notes, though. Because I have oh, two okay. 110 um, notes. Because before, we had, a, I had a hard time finding a story. And so I was going to talk about tardigrades. And I have this whole thing about that. And then um, I found a story because we postponed recording. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, nah, I'm not, not going to talk about tardigrades. I'm going to talk about this instead mm. yeah wow 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 radio silence is never a good thing <laughs> it's not yeah. pause for dramatic uh, sorry it is well sometimes pauses work really well and in your favor mm-hmm. it's true but not always as we just witnessed yeah. um well, shit. Do you have any announcements? Yeah, you know I do. I ha- I know. Because <laughs> we talked about it before. I have an announcement. We have a new logo. It may or may not be uh, up for this episode that's coming out. Um, I have changed our logo on our Instagram page. But I might tweak it because it's kind of hard to see. But it's black and gold instead mm-hmm. of cloudy cloud clouds and um, gray. Um but it's just kind of hard to see on our Instagram page, in my opinion. So it might change a wee wee bit. It is so beautiful. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it is so cool. You did such a good Gosh. job. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love it, dude. I don't think it's hard to read. I think it looks good the way it okay. is. But well, maybe I'll keep it. You're the artiste. Well, shout out to the Paranormality Radio Network because um, because we're part of that. We have a uh, we have access to a Canva. Um, program where I can where I can do shit like that so that's you know you guys if if you have a podcast and it's a weird one and you think about uh and you want to use Canva (laughs) (laughs) then you know join 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 that union yeah I mean network shit (laughs) (laughs) we're a podcast union network (laughs) yes yeah yeah so go to paranormality radio uh, dot com and you can join there this wasn't even an ad for that like I'm, I'm just no it wasn't yeah I'm just throwing that out there that they're really it's really cool they're very supportive and they promote our show and and they're very nice people so we just we just love them 
Plus, you get mm-hmm. access to mm-hmm. a Canva account. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm just going to share a tidbit for an because I never have an announcement. I do it every time I know. This is what I've been doing. I'm a gamer now, and so are you. Let's just Mm -hmm. be honest. Total gamer. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've been playing. So, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's all right. Um, That's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, it's not as. It's a, it's a wonderful movie. The game is not as fun as I thought it would be. It's fun. I mean, I like it, but um, I've been playing Diablo way more than that. I don't even know why I'm announcing this. On with the show, She's dude. She's a gamer, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is Lily. Lily is also here with yeah. us today. Um, so are you done? You're a gamer. You're playing Scott Pilgrim. That's it. And Diablo. Yeah. Oh, and that moving one. The moving one is fun. The moving one? Yeah, where you're little characters and you're timed and moving oh. a, a, a number of items from a house to a moving truck. Oh, like you're moving furn- you're, you're moving furniture. Yeah, furniture Lindsay boxes. Lindsay sent me a text message about this, and I was like, are you packing shit up? Because this sounds like a perfect <laughs> game for you. <laughs> are you packing up a house into boxes and... Yeah, that's your life. It's close yeah. enough. It's close enough, I know. <laughs> you can definitely do that. It's <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, on with All the right. show then. Yes. Episode 111. 111. Um, so I have a story for you. Okay. And everybody else out there that is listening. And this is a story about a possible wolfman, werewolf sighting, dogman sighting. And this happened to an experiencer last summer, which was 2020 oh. summertime. So okay. they were, you know, quarantined, probably getting out of the house to do a little joggy jog. And they, they went for a run in this wooded trail. They were just going along, listening to music. And what they were hoping to do was just to see some other wildlife out there. They said that there's a lot of, like, deer and there's some coyotes. And um, and they they had their headphones on and they were listening to music and just enjoying the summertime. And they passed by a pond and they noticed two dead animals. One was a coyote, question mark, because they weren't really sure Mm -hmm. what it was, and a deer... Now, I just want to throw this out there. This gets a wee bit graphic, so if you don't want to listen to it, you might want to skip this part. So there's your your trigger warning. The coyote um, was untouched except for a blow to the stomach. So it was touched. Um, it was killed, and its, its stomach was slashed open. Oh. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And then the deer was completely, like, ransacked that's how they explain it um so that's about Hmm. the goriest part that i'm going to go into and so the the guy just went up to look at it a little bit closer and he said that it appeared like these killings were fairly fresh rigor mortis had not set in yet but there was like they just missed it yeah they just missed it they said that it was probably they they figured they were probably dead for the longest amount of time was two hours. So, oh, wow. Okay. So, like, he decides he's seen enough, and he starts to leave, and he gets a little bit worried. So he takes out one of his earbuds just in case he's. And so he starts running, and as he's running, he's 
he thinks he's hearing footsteps behind him and he thinks he's hearing panting, but then he rationalizes it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know why that came out that way. Oh, yes, I do. It's because I'm drinking some wine. I'm drinking a pop of dark, by the way, again, because I love it in my kitty cat Mm -hmm. uh, wine glass. But anywho, so he's rationalizing this in his head that, okay, the footsteps I'm hearing are mine because I'm running and the panting I'm hearing is mine because I'm breathing hard because I'm running. And also he has one earbud out. And so okay. he didn't hear that before. And so he decides to, um, to just keep on going. And he's also remembering that he just passed two dead bodies in the forest <laughs> that were killed by some animal. So he picks up the pace a little bit. I think he's getting a bit worried at this part. And then what happened next, he says, stuck with him. He hears a branch snap behind him. And he remembers seeing this branch on the trail that he's on. And he passed over it. Um, So he decides to hold his breath so that he can hear more clearly. And he's still hearing panting. And his mind goes, oh, shit. But the sound was fairly faint, so that, you know, that means whoever was behind him may have been, um, could have run past him. So he stopped to possibly let this person go by, Um, Mm -hmm. but he turns around, and he turns around slowly, but there was nothing there. But he does see a dark-haired clawed foot with splayed-out fingers and claws on each fingies. Um, just kind of holding on to a tree. Like something's oh, peering out God. and looking over at him. Yeah. Yeah. And he says these phalanges are longer than his American size 11 foot shoe, which is, I looked it up. That's big. About 10 and a half inches. Yeah, that's a big foot, dude. Or 26.7 centimeters for our metric friends. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That's thoughtful. I see you. I see your metricness. And then he starts sprinting mm-hmm. because he's kind of freaked out at this part. Whatever, what is behind him starts running. Um, and he, uh, so whatever is behind him starts running. And he is running to the end of the path. And it's close to a main road with like cars. And so the cars are going up and down the road. So he's probably like, I got to get to that to that area where there's people where there's traffic Um, and so he does and he gets to the edge of the road and then he turns around and behind him is some sort of dog-like wolfman creature he said it has no tail it's on all fours with very dark brown or black hair and the ears are straight Mm -hmm. up so he describes it like a doberman but those Mm -hmm. are cropped ears so I, i i imagine those are probably it's probably like a wolf ear like okay. just triangle ears yeah. that, that stood up. Um, his eyes were okay. yellow, and he was a very muscular. He said he wasn't super toned, but it was just naturally, like, muscular being. It yeah. was reared up on his hind legs, or it reared up on his hind legs, I'm sorry. And it was towering over him. So this guy's about 5'10", or 177.8 centimeters. 
<laughs> and he guessed that this creature was about seven and a half feet tall, which is about 228.6 centimeters. And this was seen in the upper, in, I say the upper, in the northeast part of uh, the United States. So uh, Maine, New Hampshire, um, Vermont, Massachusetts area. Cold area. Cold area. Yeah. So I know mm-hmm. where you're going with this. What do you think it was? Oh, okay. Oh, I think it's a werewolf. You think it's a werewolf? So one thing that mm-hmm. I forgot to mention, or maybe I did mention, um, is that it didn't have a tail. No, I think you did, did say I? that okay. actually. Oh, yeah. Well, then if it's if it didn't have a tail, I guess the next thing would be a dog man. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard of anything without a tail. I think that's kind of a unique feature for this creature. It could have been just that it was injured. You're right. It could have been injured. He could have had his... Do they carry Do they carry injuries from werewolf to the human? That's a good idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, a good idea. That's a good um, uh, point that you bring up. I have no idea. In fact, I didn't even look that up. I just... I remember reading that and thinking that it was interesting that he didn't see a tail. Um, but, mm-hmm. okay, let's think about this. Like, if you were going to shapeshift from a human being into a wolf-like creature, but you didn't have a tail, mm-hmm. why? what would cause that injury? A back injury? Because humans, as you know, don't typically have tails. They might have a little bit of elongated vi- you know, vertebrae at the end, but typically that is not something that is around anymore. I mean, I'm thinking of like, I go to Harry Potter and I think of like Wormtail <laughs> and then I think, I mean, because I think of the going in between animals and like, well, the one thing that's kind of common with him are the front two teeth. And also he's missing a toe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then let's go to Sirius Black. Mm-hmm. What does he have anything that carries over whenever he turns into because he turns into padfoot yeah, right? he turns into a, a big black dog is that padfoot yes that's padfoot okay mm-hmm. um i can't think of anything that he carries no. over but it reminds me of skinwalkers because skinwalkers that sometimes that's how they get identified mm-hmm. is because whatever they they turn into they'll carry whatever characteristic or trait with them and they can be identified by hu- humans that way there's always something off about skinwalkers too like mm-hmm. whenever they yeah. shapeshift into an animal, it's not quite right. Like it's either larger than life or they have a weird head. They have human eyes. They have, you know, they just have, they can't fully do an animal. Like there's mm-hmm. always something that's weird. So maybe, so I didn't even put that in there, but it could have been a skinwalker. Yeah, I guess it could have been a skinwalker if that's the case. Mm-hmm. And where was the area? It was in the northeast I don't know. United States. So, yeah. hmm. I don't know how else to tell you. <laughs> because he gave all the hmm. states there. <laughs> Here's the deal. He did. Mm-hmm. I acted like I knew what you meant when you said northeast. But the real like reality is, is that for some reason, I'm awful with geography. I don't know it's why. Okay. Like when people are like east coast, west coast. I'm like, yeah. Like east coast is like New York. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. West coast is like california yeah yeah okay northeast okay mm-hmm. so up there okay so up there where it gets cold mm-hmm. like hilly mm-hmm. 
yeah, there's no Italian dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's a, I think that that's a good option is Skinwalker. But if it's a werewolf, it could have been a werewolf where it had some type of injury or whatever that went in between. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. So I just did, uh, you know, like I do a wee bit of research. And um, so couple of things that I looked up was shapeshifters and werewolves do fall into mm-hmm. this category. There's a lot of folklore around it. Um, you know, werewolves turn into, you know, wolves at on a full moon. And it's because of either a curse or a spell or they got bit or scratched by somebody who is in werewolf form. So... I don't know enough about the folklore if, as far as if the full moon thing is a Hollywood thing or if that's an actual, like, true-to-tale thing about werewolves. Like, do they just turn in whenever they want to or does it have to be one, you know, on the full moon once a month? If I recall, I think that the full moon truly is associated with transforming Mm -hmm. okay but i don't know i have to look it up again but keep talking okay so actually turning into a werewolf is called um lichen lycanthropy lycanthropy Mm -hmm. i love that i think that's a great term it's cute yeah and that basically (laughs) just means turning into wolf form and turning into wolf form can be either turning into a wolf or a combination of human and wolf so what he saw falls into both of those categories. It could have been a wolf, but he stood on, you know, his hind legs and he towered seven and a half feet tall. Now, I don't know how big wolves are in, like, regular wolves, but I know that they are fucking huge. But it's not natural for them to stand on two on their hind legs. So, right. the other thing is um, uh, that I wanted to bring up was um, Dogman. Um, so dogmen are shapeshifters to, to a degree, or they can't, or maybe there are species of a combination Mm -hmm. of a dog or a man, or maybe some other sort of combination of something that stands on its hind legs and a dog. What were you going to say? You have so many good questions. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I wish that we had all this research to all these questions that you're you know asking. What? They're so good. <laughs> what I should do is ask these questions and then do the research instead of question my research. You know Damn. what I mean? No, that's, I don't know. It's just what happens when you start talking about it and having a conversation. It's just you think of it it's differently, true. you know? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So hmm. one of the famous dogmen are, is the Michigan dogman. And this was a dogman that was witnessed in 1887 in Wexford County, Michigan. And it was described as seven feet tall, um, blue or amber eyes, and it was bipedal, um, but it was canine-like with an animal, uh, canine-like with the torso of a man and um, the rest of the body like the animal of a dog. And it would, the howl sounded like a man screaming. This is the cool part. It appears every 10 years in the year ending in seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and there's also a project. There is a dog man project in Michigan and they recruit people to like take pictures, go camping and just hunt down the dog man. I'm not going to really feed into that a whole lot because I I didn't go into the the website um 
as far as what they want to do and if they want to kill it you know oh, i don't yeah, want to really not promote okay. that type of thing i think you know yeah i think that it's cool that if you want to prove that it exists but i i just don't feel like trapping an animal and putting it on display or killing it is a good way to to do it unless it's attacking people or just you know killing livestock or you know just causing a ruckus yeah, yeah. um and I'm going to talk about something else that's going to segue okay. into your topic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there was a supposed period of werewolf trials that emerged in what was what is now called Switzerland during the early 15th century. And it spread to Europe in the 16th to the 18th century. It went on for a long fucking time. People were hunting down people yeah. that they accused of being werewolves. And um, during this time, people were, whoever was accused of lycanthropy, um, it was also people that were accused of wolf riding or wolf charming. I didn't get okay. into exactly what that was, but wouldn't it fucking suck if, um, if you just liked to, like, if you were just friends with the wolf pack? <laughs> Like Princess Mononoke? Exactly. What if you were Princess Mononoke? Yeah. You would be dead. You would definitely be the uh, charged with lycanthropy and maybe possibly hung. You know what? One thing that I wanted to bring up, though. So huh. this is just kind of a weird psychological um, serial killer like look into this. But but mm-hmm. so the the way that these animals that he passed were killed, you know, disemboweled is what I'm thinking with the stomach slashed open and then the deer was devoured so maybe or ransacked so maybe it was it was eaten or maybe if the person who was turned into the dog man or a werewolf what if he's like dude i can go on a fucking rampage and kill because i'm not a human and i'm not gonna get caught for that i can see that that that's that's a reasonable theory to consider. Yeah, wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, there's a lot of people who I think would do that. If there were no consequences, they would do things that people ethically think is wrong, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Take away, what is this fucking uh, Lord of the Flies? Pigs, what is it? Huh? Lord of the Flies, mm-hmm. yeah, Lord of the Pigs. Lord of the Flies, mm-hmm. so one of those situations, like, take away government and, like... Rules. Laws and everything, yeah. and then, like, yeah. Wow. It's nuts, yeah, it dude, I know. Mm-hmm. But then, like, to what What do you remember? Because I guess there are... Um, fo- there is folklore in the werewolf side that you don't recognize your friends or your family. You're just... You're just you just go after them, yeah. So like, would it actually be something that is preconceived? Like, like I'm gonna turn into a werewolf and I'm gonna fucking kill a human, or is it that they just do it because they enjoy it? I tried to look up a few times whether or not the full moon has anything to do with the behavior mm-hmm. or the transformation, and I couldn't find anything. I tried to look it up several times. Okay. But, I mean, both of your suggestions, like, I don't know. <laughs> There's no telling, dude. Yeah. And maybe it changes you. Maybe it changes your personality to maybe you are aware, but because you have that DNA, mm-hmm. 
or that genetic predisposition to hunt. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't care. Maybe you live with it and you don't care. Maybe, yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe just something like you, maybe there is a prey drive in that too. You know, like, like dogs have prey drive, like my, my neighbor, unfortunately, their dog has killed all of their goddamn chickens. It is so sad. So sad. But like, there's just nothing you can, you can do training for prey drive for dogs, but you can never really take it away fully. So maybe if you, if you turn into this dog like creature, you also get, or a wolf creature, you also get that prey drive. And so seeing a human being running, like you're at the top of the food chain as a werewolf, you're a, an apex predator, as they say. And if something is running, then that's something that you need to chase down and kill, which is what happened to the coyote, which is what happened to the, to the deer too. But anyways, I thought that was interesting about the werewolf trials. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, I haven't either. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Why don't we learn about that stuff? I don't think it was. Why don't we learn about these I things? I just don't think it was that big of a deal. Um, as far, like, I think that there was probably more deaths in documentation for the witch trials because mm. as it, it like this expanded from Switzerland to Europe, right? And uh-huh. I think that there's a major witch trials that happened in the United States. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. I don't like it. <laughs> Be careful, man. Watch, you know, okay. just keep an earbud out. Yeah. Keep an earbud out. Yeah, for real, mm-hmm. dude. Well, I think that I used to, I do that anyways. Um, Hey there, I'm Tara. And I'm Jessica. And together we co-host the podcast, Three Spooked Girls. If you love the paranormal or murder, join us on Mondays for full length episodes where we discuss our favorite paranormal stories and true crime cases. And join us again on Thursdays for our mini-sodes called Stabby Snippets, where we tell you all about true crimes happening in the news. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever the hell else you listen to your pods at. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by using the handle at Three Spooked Girls. Come and hang out with us and get your spooky on while we scare the hell out of you. Hey guys, it's Heather and Kristen, the hosts of Sinister Sweethearts Podcast, and we want to take a little bit of time to tell you about our show. We're former college sweetmates turned lifelong best friends who share a love for all things weird, creepy, and sinister. Come along with us as we journey through the 50 states of America, exploring everything from the paranormal to conspiracy theories to true crime and everything in between. It's a wild ride with a new state chosen every week, and you never know what you're going to get. New episodes drop every Tuesday, so come find us at SinisterSweethearts.com or your favorite podcast player, and let's explore our sinister sides together. I think that Rebecca's story relates to mine, and again, we didn't talk about it, but I decided to do like the history of witch trials, not in the United States, but in Ireland, and I wanted to focus on Ireland because we're Irish, that's a large part of where our, our ancestors come from. 
And so I'm always interested in learning a little bit more about Ireland. But then also we'd, we've read a few stories um, from Ireland that have been shared with us. And I think that I'd referenced before that it always seemed like they were a little more progressive in their, in their folklore or um, whatever it may be. And so I was again interested. I was like, well, which Charles, I wonder if they were different in Ireland than compare, you know, compared to other places. So that's what intrigued me. So I'm first, mm-hmm. I'll share just a, a little bit about the U S witch trials. Um, so mm-hmm. I think the famous witch trials that everybody talks about are the Salem witch trials, uh, which took place for a very short amount of time from 1692 to 1693. But overall, the United States witch trials started in uh, 1647, and it, they lasted about 50 years. So it was a, a large span of time. Um, there were uh, allegedly about three dozen people who went on trial, or 36 people who went on trial for being witches, and 11 of them were killed. Yeah, so it seems like there weren't really a lot of people who were killed in the United States. So what I found is that like way more people were killed in Europe, specifically Germany, for allegations of being witches. Um, And I think I have some statistics on it that I'll share. um, We'll share, we'll post with the story, a link to them if we need to. Um, anyways, and so that's like a brief history of the U S and the number that went through it. So the first documented witch trial in Ireland was in, um, I don't even know how to say this date. 1263, 1263. Yeah. No, that's good. Okay. 1263. <laughs> um, yeah. and it was for, that was the first documented instance where somebody was condemned to trial for being a witch. So it was actually a woman who was born um, from a lot of money and her name was Alice um, Kiteller, I think is how you say her name. So it was alleged by her housemaid that she worshipped demons, that she murdered her past four husbands, that she had intercourse with demons and that she would make love and hate potions. So she was arrested and went to trial. Her, this maid or the servant, whoever it was, even uh, was a witness who took the stand, who shared all this information. And so by the end of the trial, well, they both get convicted because the juries decided that this servant had so many details and so much information. They thought that she really helped with everything. And that she felt bad. (laughs) And so she was also sentenced to death. So these two women at this time, they're sentenced to death. So what happens is the servant was burned alive. Um, But Alice, she disappeared and nobody knows where she went. And there's no record of her death. Fuck yeah, Alice. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. Okay, so that's the first, you know, documented. And there's just no fucking record of what happened. There's no record of what happened to her body. But the theory is, is that she ran off to England where she was safe Mm -hmm. or something like that. Okay. So then I have another, um, this one is a little different. It's not necessarily 
a witch, but it's strongly associated with witch folklore in Ireland. It's just a little bit different. Um, so this is called the Loathly Lady. So she's a grotesque woman who becomes beautiful when she's viewed by a man who doesn't judge her appearance. So oh. there is a story about the, these group of men. Um, what were they? They were like a band of, of people who go to war. What are they called? Like soldiers? It was like a band of soldiers. There we go. So it was like a band of soldiers. They're out camping. This really old woman who's not attractive um, comes up to them. And the other men just walk away and like dismiss her. And this one guy goes up to her and he's like, don't worry, I'll protect you. Go ahead and go to sleep and I'll make sure you're okay all night. So when they all wake up the next day, she's a beautiful young woman. And she allegedly it was a spell that was cast on her. And so she's like, you get one free wish. So he wishes for a house by the sea and then he begs her to stay. And she does. And she says that everything will be fine if you just never talk about the way that we met and the way that I looked. So one day um, his dog has puppies. She gave all the puppies away. Well, he got angry and he was like, how could you treat me this way? Especially whenever I looked past how ugly you were. (gasps) And then she immediately disappeared. And so did the house. And so did the, like the life they built together. And he never saw from her again, saw her, saw or heard from her again. Wow. But this is shallow how. (laughs) I hated that movie, dude. it was sh- this is a common, um, yeah, Shallow Howe was, like, I think that they made it seem like it was a really cool story. This guy loved a woman who was overweight. <laughs> yeah. And, like, just saw her as a skinny person. Uh-huh. And, and that's, like, okay, <laughs> that is a very superficial beauty standard it's crazy i can't like yeah even when that movie came out i was like what the fuck is wrong with everybody else this movie's <laughs> awful and i think i was still a kid i don't remember how old we were when it came out yeah. but anyways yeah. I, this is interesting and so like <laughs> it's clumped in with the irish folklore for witches okay mm-hmm. so i have a few more witches to talk about so then there's an- another woman who's called the witch of yogal i think is what it's called Um, So this one is interesting because the trial for this woman was in Cork, Ireland, and that's where the majority of our ancestors come from. Yours and mine. I know. Okay. So there was a woman (laughs) named Florence Newton, and she was at a Christmas party, and she got upset because they bypassed her when they were passing around a plate of beef. (laughs) Yeah, she got upset, and she left the party. And um, mm-hmm. she ran into a servant in the hallway, and the serv- servant's name was Mary. And she allegedly violently uh, kissed Mary in the hallway. Um, yes. So quickly, Mary became very sick. She was having cramps. She was having visions. She was throwing up. And as this was happening, she blamed Florence, and Florence was arrested. So this was in 1661, um, and she all there. <laughs> okay, so she was arrested. Then she had a trial. During the trial, another person spoke up and said she is a witch because I also saw her kissing my ex-husband, and after they kissed, he died. 
<laughs> and so she was sentenced to death. Um, mm-hmm. No, she wasn't sentenced to death. I'm sorry. The trial records disappeared, and we don't know what happened to her. She was a fucking There's witch. No she magic that shit away. So do you notice a trend here with the three <laughs> folklore? Is that for all of these witches, like they disappear and nobody knows what happens to them. The alleged witches. Okay. Yeah. So here's another one. This is a woman named Biddy Early. Um, so she was just a really different child. And as a child, people said that they always heard her talking to fairies, which is really cute. Um, and that mm-hmm. her mother was an herb- herbalist, herbalist, mm-hmm. and that she also taught her daughter those skills. So Biddy, Biddy was as well. And then she grew up to be a pretty unusual woman. Um, she was a prime target to be targeted for somebody who was a witch. Um, she was married three times, which was really like rare for that time period. She traded natural cures for whiskey. And then she would invite people over to drink and play cards and sometimes in exchange, she would go to people's like um, farms and would work on their crops or whatever. So the town fucking loved her. But the church was really scared of her because she was so popular and she was a woman and she was weird. Right. So in 1865, mm-hmm. she was accused of witchcraft and she was 67 years old. So the town rallied behind her. And said, she is not a witch. And the witnesses pulled out and said, never mind, she's not a witch. The charges were dropped. Nothing happened to her. And she died happily nine years later of natural causes. That's great. How crazy is that? that? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like, how unheard it. of is that for that time period? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. You know- there was a lot, uh, so I, I I can't remember how when I went down that rabbit hole, but there was a lot of, and I they were probably more in Europe. These are in Ireland, mm-hmm. but there was um, there were witch hunters that that basically they were men, and usually they were men of of faith, mm-hmm. and they had these tests, I guess. And I can't remember what the test was, but the common one that I think of is, you know, if you throw somebody in the in in water, if they drown, they're a human. If they float, yeah. they're a witch. Which is just, a, you know, we don't know any. They didn't know any better at the time, right. but that was, you know, it's a faulty like test. everybody fucking floats. <laughs> yeah, like, unless you drown, everybody floats. Yeah. Um, but. Um, but there was a lot of trials and there was a lot of um, of people who did get out of mm-hmm. it because people rally around it. Even if they were they were found out to be a witch, mm-hmm. they would serve their time mm-hmm. or or they would disappear or something like that. But there's a lot of stories about yeah. that. And and it is just weird that I, I, I forget this one guy, but he was a terrible fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. And he went around accusing everybody. He would go from town to town and he would round up the witches and he had his own testing and stuff like that. And they're like, well, you're using witchcraft yourself in a way to figure out how you're, these are people are witches. So maybe you're a witch. Oh my God. And I think that's whenever he's like, okay, I'm stopping now. Oh my God. Yeah. Nothing it was like- just somebody that was... That was hungry to kill yeah, people. Nothing has changed. Is what it sounds it like. It sounds to me. like. 
Sounds mm-hmm. like our lives now. <laughs> Jeez, that's nuts, dude. Yeah. The witch trials were fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. Okay, so I have one more witch, and then I have oh, a little bit of information about the Irish witch trials. Okay. okay. So this last witch, her name was Bridget Cleary. Um, so this is in 1887. She married the man of her dreams. His name was Michael Cleary. Um, and they basically married within one month. It was a whirlwind relationship and they loved each other so much. And she was very successful. She was a seamstress and she had a very, very like busy business and she made a shit ton of money. So she was young. She's beautiful. She's very successful. And then her husband also worked. And so he made a lot of money. So they're doing like fucking good. Right. Um, So she was married to him in 1887. In 1895, she just disappeared. So a few days to her disappearing, she allegedly looked very, very sick. And her appearance was almost disturbing, is what people explained. Um, And so her husband went on the record to say that, well, she had bronchitis. um, But he thinks a changeling or a fairy got her and that it wasn't really his wife. Um, so he said that's why she was gone. You know, the fairies took her, is what he kept saying. So a few days later, they found her burned body in a shallow grave. And he went to trial um, because they said that he killed her. Um, but because everybody was so fearful of fairies and very strongly believed in fairies and changelings, um, they gave him just manslaughter, not murder. And so he served like a year and then he was released. But she is known as the last witch burned in Ireland um, because he burned her body. She wasn't a witch. Did he do it? I mean, did he do it? I think he did. I mean, the husband always does it. I think he did. I think he did it for her money. Mm -hmm. But they had money together. I don't know, man. They had a whirlwind relationship I mean, he admitted to, he said the way that she had died was that whenever they were trying to get the changeling out of her or to burn the changeling out of her is what he said, um, that they put her very close to the fire in her bedroom. I think you've told this story before. Shut up. Really? I think you have. That's weird. I don't remember telling it. Yeah. I remember, because I remember you telling it and. I talked in Abby, actually, our friend Abby talked about it to me a little bit, mm. but, um, because she, I, I think I remember you saying, and he was like adamant, she got sick and he was like, who are you? Mm-hmm. You're not my yeah. wife. You're somebody else. And, and he's like, okay, trial by fire. If you die, then you're not my wife. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, the fairy, the fae will bring back my yeah. wife whoa dude that's fucked right so uh, i mean so crazy all of these stories are so crazy from ireland right so the irish witch trials were very small in number um i mean Mm -hmm. compared to the thousands that happened in the other countries so you know what i'm just gonna share a couple of numbers um that I got from that, what I sent you. So like for the, it has, ah, shit. Ah, fuck. I messed it all up. Everybody. I'm sorry. 
It's not working. Okay. So like, here's an example. So witch trials by country, it's estimated the American colonies recorded 36 witch trials, right? But, it, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. that's a bad example. It's estimated there were 37. Okay, that's a bad example. I'm going to give you a good example. <laughs> a good example is Germany. So they recorded 8,188 witch trials, but it's estimated that there were 17,000 to 26,000 witch trials. Wow. Yeah. Like this, it wow. is crazy. So, and then the last one is uh, Switzerland. It says they had, it was recorded they had a thousand, but they really think they had 4,000 to 5,000 trials. Same thing with France. Mm. Yeah. It is, Oof. it is nuts. Oof. I know. Um, wow. So, so the Irish witch trials are very small in number. Um, mm-hmm. And, this is because they believed that there weren't very many witches in that area, but also because a lot of things that happened in Ireland that were like supernatural, they were just attributed to the supernatural because the Irish were very comfortable with supernatural because they very much believed in fairies and um, elves and changelings. So they were Mm -hmm. fine with it. Um, And they had an anti-witch ordinance, but it wasn't as restrictive as other ordinances were. So there was a different punishment depending upon what the witchcraft was used for. Um, So an example Mm -hmm. is like, if you used witchcraft to damage somebody's property, well, you would go to jail for a year and that's it. But if you used witchcraft to harm your neighbor, like hurt them, then you would be put to death. So, like, they accepted that there was such a thing as witchcraft, and then they developed, like, a tier system on what the punishment was for what you did. Um, So they were pretty accepting of it. Let me see. And there was also a different... The article that I read talked about how the punishment or the death was a little bit nicer or more humane. I'm not sure if I agree. So men were either hanged or they were uh, drawn and quartered. What is that? I knew you were going to ask. I don't know. Is that, wait, is that where they're stretched? Oh, no. Mike told me what it was. It's where they have to put their head in between the piece of wood that's like a T. It's a T-shaped, and they have to put their head and their arms in it. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Um, Okay. Imagine it. Is it, were they killed that way? It's like they're tortured. Oh, I don't want to know. Oh, okay, never Medieval torture is just... Right? Sick. Yeah, it's sick. So then the women were burned, but it's considered it was a little more humane because they would choke them to death before they burned their bodies. I mean... So that's how Ireland was considered more humane. Um, (laughs) So then I found the last witch trial in Ireland. So I've given you like the last... The first trial, I'm giving you the last trial, and I also gave you the last witch to be buried in Ireland, okay? So this is the last witch trial. Mm -hmm. There were eight women tried, and they were to be sentenced to death. So uh, there was an allegation made against them. They were arrested and attacked by a mob, and they were put in jail for about a year. So it was alleged... um, that they had possessed uh, a young woman who was like 18 years old. 
Um, so this woman who was like 18 was running around and saying crazy stuff and acting like she was having seizures, all this shit. And when people were like, what's wrong with you? Why'd you do this? And she was like, oh, they attacked me and they possessed me by a demon. And they were like, who? And she was like, these women and like pointed all of them out. And they, you know, then it was the whole witch trial thing. Right. So there were two judges that oversaw this trial in Ireland. And one of the judges was like, this is fucking nuts. Y'all are crazy. They are not witches. These are good people. And he gave examples. He was like, <laughs> do you go to church with these people? They take, they bring you food. He was like, y'all are being nuts. And there was another judge that was like, she's a witch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, what happened uh, was we don't know because all the records from the trial were burned in a fire <laughs> during the Irish civil war. Wow. So we don't know what happened to these women, but we do know there was a trial and we know what was said, but we don't know the outcome. Damn. Isn't that crazy? So the Irish civil war was in 1922 to 1923. So the, I mean, you would think someone would have like remembered <laughs> <laughs> like read it and maybe remembered and like wrote it down. I don't know. Probably only people that were in law had access to those files, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyways, I am so happy that I read all this from Ireland. Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of other countries that have folklore that's a little more empowering for women than maybe Mm -hmm. we have in the United States. You know, I, I think that, <laughs> I mean, we're going to go, we're going to go down this rabbit hole, Lindsay. There's just not a lot of women in history because they weren't, um, unless they were witches, mm-hmm. unless they were, they were quote unquote bad people. We don't, we, we as a collective mm-hmm. from past to, I mean, more past, probably present, we're doing a little bit better, mm-hmm. but there just wasn't record of um historical women Mm -hmm. because they weren't seen as people that matter yeah you know well i think i'm seeing it i just see it communicated differently through folklore because like i'm thinking of Mm -hmm. like um vaginal dentata what is it called Mm -hmm. is that what it's called Vagina of dentata? Yes. Yeah. So like that. In the US, it's that, you know, it has teeth and it bites dicks off. But in mm-hmm. Japan, it's like fucking metal, metal teeth. And uh, <laughs> they just see her as a hero. And you know what I mean? Like, she's not a bad person that has mean. this. But in the US, it's kind of like, bah! you know, and everybody runs from it. And it's scared. I mean, they have statues of that, that, that folklore in Japan and they have a day where they have mm-hmm. a parade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking as far as the folklore in different countries. Yeah. I don't know how much folklore we have. That's, re- that's about like women conquering as much as like maybe they do. Cause even these witch trial things yeah. like, and even with the paperwork disappearing, I think it's really cool. And it just makes me think they got away. Yeah, right. I hope because so. they really were uh-huh. witches and they were like, fuck you. I'm like, whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go and kill a baby and then ride their birds <laughs> off into the, into the moonlight. You know, it's, uh yeah but you know the thing is with and i'm gonna get a wee bit 
like into religious um, history Mm -hmm. here. And it's, I'm not trying to do it to be mean or anything, but historically, whenever Christian Christianity came to take over, um, and I I guess in Ireland it was probably Catholicism, but whenever they came in to kind of take over, what they did is they um, they decided witches were bad. Mm -hmm. And what witches did before Catholicism or before religion of whatever type Christianity came over to take over, a witch wasn't seen as a bad word. It was a a man or a woman who was typically an herbalist Mm -hmm. um, or a a type of doctor that that took care of people. And they may have been dabbling in the occult or or worked with spirits or been, you know, had a, had a psychic gift and it was accepted. Yeah. And it but it wasn't until it was written in the Bible, witches are evil and bad and should be abolished, and then they, you know, they I say they like they're separate from us, but just people that ha- that were close to religion came over and said what you're doing is wrong and what this person is doing is wrong and they got on board with that Mm -hmm. and then everybody's like yeah you're right witches are bad somehow and that just transcended over the years and I think what happened in Ireland is they are so close to their culture and so close to nature Mm -hmm. and also um, there's so much history and religion and folklore and magic Uh there that it was probably really hard to take that away and so they 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 took different things from different religions and okay you're okay if you're a witch if you're doing this Uh but you're not okay if you're doing this Uh, it is um it is really cool how they how that evolved i love it and i think tell me if i'm wrong People of Ireland, if you listen to us, or people of, um, you know, anywhere over there across the pond, as they say, Mm -hmm. if we're wrong about this. But I feel like spirits and ghosts and stuff like that are still talked about and acceptable. And, like, there's so many fucking haunted places there. And they're just like, yeah, there's ghosts Uh here. And we live with it. And that's it. People Mm -hmm. look at it much differently. It's just so... It's so interesting. I don't know. It's a... I just... I want to go to Ireland so bad. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to yeah, get to travel cool. again. Yeah, we so? totally travel oh, again. Oh, God, someday. I hope so. I want to go to Ireland so bad. It'd be so amazing. Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What was I going to say? I was going to say something else about all the shenanigans. I don't remember. Anyways, wish us good luck in, in the United States. <laughs> oh, you know what? We didn't bring up the elephant in the room. Um, yeah. Kanye and Kim are getting a divorce. I know. They need to do what's best for them. Mm-hmm. Bless them. They've both gone and just said, do you want an official comment from I Have a Strange Story podcast about now? I'm just kidding. <laughs> We got contacted. <laughs> yeah, they wanted. They Kim wanted. Kim was know. like, Kim was like, I don't think a lot of people know. We just let the people know. <laughs> and we said, Yes, Kim, we will. Are you actually talking about the other elephant in the room with the capital? 
No, I was talking about Kim and Kanye. Oh, like, because I thought that that was kind of close to your heart. Oh, you know, it hurt my heart a little bit, but I honestly have a lot of respect for Kim, and I know people feel differently about her, but I see how she's learned and grown as a woman, and she's mm-hmm. um, used her power to do good things, and she's serious about yeah. being an attorney, and she has gotten people pardoned who shouldn't have been in prison. I mean, she's done a lot of good things and she's going to be an attorney. Like I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her as a person. She's grown. Um, Yeah. We're not all perfect, but either way, I mean, they just need to do what's best for them. I'm bless his heart. He needs some support. I think, you know what I mean? I'm, I can't, I'm not, ex- I I'm not excusing his behavior, but I'm saying, mm-hmm. I think that we know that he has a diagnosis and he needs medication, doesn't excuse his behavior and needs to be held accountable, but it just yeah. kind of, it got too difficult, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think that celebrityism mm-hmm. is, is harder than we can understand. I mean, for us, we're handling it pretty I well. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We know how to keep our private life private. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. You want to take us out? (laughs) Do whatever you want, girl. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want. Take out whatever you want. No, I said, do you want to take us out? Like outro. Okay. Because I'm just gonna keep laughing. Oh, okay. Anyways. (laughs) Um, if you would like us to share your experience so that other people can hear and relate to it, um, please send it to, I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we will be happy to share your experience and we look forward to hearing it. Yeah. And please subscribe, rate and review us. And if you give us a rating, please give us a nice re- review. Ooh. One glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Send it to our email address with your mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. And um, until next week, we believe you. And yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs>